بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا غفر الله لنا ولشيخنا وللحاضرين والمستمعين يقول الامام المجدد الشيخ محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى في كتابه اداب المشي الى الصلاه يجب على يجب أن يصلي المريض قائما في فرد لحديث عمران صل قائما فإن لم تستطع فقائدا فإن لم تستطع على جنب رواه البخاري زاد النسائي فإن لم تستطع مستلقيا ويومئ لرقوعه وسجوده برأسه ما أمكنه لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أمرتكم بأمر فأتوا منه ما استطعتم وتصح صلاة فرد على راحلة واقفة أو سائرة خشة تأذ بوحل أو ومطر لحديث يعلى بن أمية رواه الترمذي وقال العمل عليه عند أهل العلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرر أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير ونشهد أن محمدا عبد الله وخليله ورسوله أرسله رحمة للعالمين فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده صلوات الله وسلامه عليه ورضوانه جل وعلا على صحابة محمد الذين آمنوا به وهاجروا معه وإليه وجاهدوا معه وبعد حملوا راية الإسلام ونشروها في كل ما أمكنهم حتى انتصر الحق وانتشر وانحسر الباطل وانكمش فاللهم ارضى عنهم واجعلنا من محبيهم ثم لنعلم أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لما ذكر ما سيأتي ذكر الفرقة الناجية فلما سألوا من قال من كان على مثل ما أنا عليه وأصحابي لأن الله جل وعلا كمل الدين في حياة النبي فينبغي للمسلم ان يكون حريصا على معرفه حقيقه الامر وان من اراد ان يكون عمله مقبولا وسعيه مشكورا فليحرص على ان يحسن الاقتداء برسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وبصحابته الذين شهد لهم النبي كما سبق ان تكرر على اسماعنا مرارا أنه قال خير الناس القرن الذين بعثت فيهم من هم هؤلاء الصحابة عموما قال ثم الذين يلونهم هؤلاء تلامذة الصحابة وهم ما يسمى عند الناس ما يسمون التابعون ثم الذين يلونهم وهم أتباع التابعين ويقول الراوي للحديث والحديث في الصحيحين لا أدري لا أدري أذكر بعد قرنه قرنين أو ثلاثة 
فالمهم من يعرف الإنسان ويحرص على معرفة ما كان عليه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وما كان عليه الصحابة لأن الذي ذكر افتراق الأمم السابقة لنا وما ستؤول عليه إليه أمتنا قال افترقت اليهود على إحدى وسبعين فرقة وافترقت النصارى على ثنتين وسبعين فرقة وستفترق هذه الأمة على ثلاث وسبعين فرقة كلها في النار إلا واحدة قالوا ما هي رسول الله هذه الواحدة قال من كان على مثل ما أنا عليه اليوم وأصحابي ولذلك في هذه سمعنا أياما مضت اجتماع أناسا من العلماء من مصر ومن غيرها فاجتمعوا في بلد أوروبي وأعتقد أن عامة الموجودين يعرفون أن هذا حصل راح الشيخ الأزهر والمفتي في مصر وثلاثة أو أكثر يمكن وأناس آخرين من المعلوم أو ينبغي أن يكون معلوما أن الأئمة الأربعة أن أبا حنيفة النعمان رحمة الله عليه ومالك بن أنس عميد المذهب المالكي ومحمد بن الدريس وهو الشافعي من يرجع نسبه إلى عمومة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأحمد بن حنبل هؤلاء الأربعة أئمة أهل أئمة أهل السنة الموجودين في العالم الإسلامي ينبغي أن يحرص الواحد على أن يعرف سيرة هؤلاء الأئمة وكيف كانوا يعملون والكتب ولله الحمد متيسرة للناس ووسائل التحصيل أيضا أكثر أكثر تيسرا فينبغي للمسلم أن يحرص على ذلك هذا المؤتمر الذي عقد في بلد بلد أوروبي الشيشان لا شك أن الشيشان أدخلتها في الإسلام الدولة التركية الشيشان لما أنها قضي على الدولة التركية وتمسكر مصطفى كمال أتاتورك للإسلام ومنع الأذان وألغى على تركيا الكتابة في الحروف العربية وانتقل للكتابة في الحروف اللاتينية إلى آخر إلى غير ذلك وهو معروف للجميع حجب الشيشان وغيره سبعين سنة لا يعرفون شيء اسمه اسلام الا من رزقهم الله جل وعلا العمل السري فيما بينهم ثم قامت هذه الاشياء الله اعلم بالباقي 
هؤلاء الذين اجتمعوا قالوا ان مذهب اهل السنه هو المذهب الاشعري المذهب الاشعري معروف كثير من العلماء ينتسبون الى هذا الاشعري المذهب لكن المذهب ابو الحسن الاشعري رجع عن هذا المذهب هو في حياته وكتب كتابه ونشر عنه واعلن اعلانا للناس انه على ما عليه احمد بن حنبل هو شافعي المذهب ابو الحسن الاشعري يعني والمقصود في ذلك على ما كان عليه الامام احمد فيما يتعلق بالاسماء والصفات لان في المذهب الاشعري لما يقول وجاء ربك يقول وجاء امره هل قال النبي ذلك هل قال عمر ابو بكر ذلك هل قاله عمر هل قاله عثمان هل قاله احد من الصحابه لا والسبب في ذلك ان اشعري رحمه الله عليه كان متاثرا بالمعتزله ومذهبهم مذهب معروف سيء ليس كالاشاعره ثم تبين له فيما بعد الحق فرجع عن لكن ما نقل عنه انتشر ولذلك صار في العالم الاسلامي الا ما ندر اكثر الناس على مذهب الاشعري وبعضهم على المذهب الاخر وهو قريب من الاشعري هذا الاجتماع في الشيشان قرروا انهم من كل الناس جميعا يعني مذهب اهل السنه عموما الذين على السلف الشاعره لا يستطيع احدا لا منهم ولا من غيرهم ان يثبت ان الصحابه على ما عليه الاشاعره وانما يقولون جاء ربك شيء حقيقه تكلم الله يتكلم الله حقيقه الى غير ذلك ولهذا ينبغي للواحد ان يحرص على معرفه ما كان عليه الصحابه رضي الله عنهم لانهم هم الذين نشروا هذا العلم وهذا الدين الاسلامي وما نشروه الا بما يفهمونه من القران الكريم وما يحملونه من السنه النبويه حبيت انا اذكر هذا حتى اذا احب احد ياتي باسره فيما بعد الليله هذه قد لا نطيل الجلسه لكن فيما بعد ان شاء الله ان ابقانا الله واحب ان يسال عن الاسئله الى ان يمكن ان يتم ذلك ولكن في حديث في قراءتنا الليله يقول رحمه الله عليه شيخ الاسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب ثم محمد بن عبد الوهاب هذه الدعوه ما جاء بشيء جديد هو ما نقل الا ما كان عليه الامام احمد بن حنبل المعروف موقفه مما كان عليه المعتزله وجلد حتى ظن انه يموت من الجلد بيد الخلاف الخلافه العباسيه ولذلك يعده علماء السنه عموما من اهل الحديث لا غيرهم أن هذا الإمام نصر الله به الإسلام يقول المؤلف رحمة الله عليه وهو 
تبع هذا المذهب يجب ان يصلي المريض هذه صلاه اهل العذار ربنا جل وعلا يقول فاتقوا الله ما استطعتم ويقول لا يكلف الله نفسا الا وسعها فربنا برحمته جل وعلا التي وسعت كل شيء يرحم عباده والنبي يقول عليه السلام اذا امرتكم بامر فاتوا منه ما استطعتم واذا نهيتكم عن شيء فاجتنبوه فانظر ايضا ايها الحريص على العلم في فرق الاوامر افعل المستطاع اللي تقدر عليه المنهيات لا كف عنها لا تقول ما اقدر اكف عن هذا الحرام واذا نهيتكم عن شيء فاجتنبوه لا تمرون حوله يقول يجب ان يصلي المريض قائما في فرض لحديث عمران صلي قائما عمران بن الحصين وهو احد رواه خير الناس قرني ثم الذين يلونهم صل قائما فان لم تستطع فقاعدا فان لم تستطع فعلى جنب وفي لفظ في غير البخاري فان لم تستطع مستلقيا ربنا جاء, جاء بما يدل على كل ذلك فاتقوا الله ما استطعتم يعني لا تترك شيئا امر به النبي وانت تستطيع ان تقوم به قال فإن لم فرجم رواه البخاري وزاد النسائي فإن لم تستطع فمستلقي يعني إذا لم تستطع على جنب وأمكنك أن تؤدي الصلاة مستلقيا فأديها مستلقيا لكن تكون أقدامك باتجاه القبلة حتى إذا رفعت نظرك تنظر للقبلة يقول فإن لم تستطع ويومي لركوعه وسجوده براسه ما امكنه يعني هذا الذي ما يقدر ان يصلي واقفا جالسا يومي بركوعه يجعل السجود اخفض من الركوع وان كان يقدر يسجد ولكن لا يقدر ان يركع سجد وان كان يقدر ان يركع لكن لا يقدر ان يسجد ركع ثم للسجود يوم ايماء يقول أمكنه لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أمرتكم بأمر فأتوا منه ما استطعتم. اهتمت الحديث وإذا نهيتكم عن شيء فاجتنبوه والحديث الصحيح. قال وتصح صلاة فرض على راحلة واقفة أو سائرة خشية تأذن بوحل. الوحال هو لما يكون بعد في أيام في الأمطار أو في أراضي فيها فيضان ماء. نهر او سيول او غير ذلك ولا يستطيع الانسان يدخل الوقت وهو سائر ولا يقدر ان ينزل على الارض وحل اطيان وغير ذلك يصلي لان الله يقول فاتقوا الله ما استطعتم قال يوم يصلي على الراحله الفريضه ينبغي ان تكون مستقبله يستقبل القبله عليها هذا إذا قدر وفي بعض الأحوال إن كان هاربا أو كان مسرعا لاحقا يريد أن أمرا يخشى المضرة لفواته فإنه يصح أن يصلي ولو لم يكن باتجاه القبلة 
أو كان فارا يخشى من عدو يريد أن يقضي عليه يريد أن يفر منه فيسعى للفرار منه يحرص على يصلي على ولو على الراحلة إن قدم عجز قدر عن يصلي على الراحل الراحلة راكعا جالسا في مركبه فعل إذا كان لا يستطيع أن يصلي على الراحل إلا في موضوعا في شيء على جنب الراحلة أو على الراحلة مربوطا عليها ما ترك الله علينا من حرج في الدين فاتقوا الله ما استطعتم القادر لا يصح إلا أن يصلي قائما وأن يركع كما قال النبي للرجل الذي أساء الصلاة الرجل الذي سبق مرة علينا أكثر من مرة دخل المسجد والنبي في المسجد فصلى ركعتين ثم جاء وسلم على النبي فرد عليه النبي السلام ثم قال له ارجع فصلي فإنك لم تصلي فرجع الرجل وفعلك الأولى ثم جاء فقال له النبي نفس المقالة سلم على النبي ورد عليه كذلك ثم راح ففعل نفس الفعلة الأولى ثم جاء للثالثة فقال له النبي أيضا صلي قال الرجل عربي فصيح بلسانه والذي بعثك بالحق لا أحسن غير هذا فعلمني فقال له صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أردت الصلاة دخل فيها فكبر كبر فسوف الله أكبر ثم اقرأ ما تيسر من القرآن ثم اركع حتى تطمئن راكعا لا تركع ركوع المسرع المبادر لا اركع برفق ثم ارفع رأسه حتى تعتدل قائما حتى تركب العظام على في مفاصلها ثم اسجد حتى تطمئن ساجدا فاسجد وتمكن وجهك من الارض وكفيك من الارض وركبتيك من الارض واطرافك وطرفي قدميك النبي قال امرت ان اسجد على سبعه اعظم او اعضاء من لا يستطيع في بعضها يفعل ما يستطيع ان كان يقدر ان يركع ركع ان كان يقدر ان يسجد سجد ان كان لا يقدر ان يركع ولا يسجد قد يكون شخصا مربوطا لعمود لا يقدر على شيء ويدخل الوقت ويخرج وهو في رباطه يصلي ما يستطيع به ان قدر ان يؤشر براسه لركوع وسجود غير ذلك فعل واذا لم يستطع ان الشر خدمه كثيرون قد يجعلونه غير قادر على ايمان براسه لا خفضا ولا رفعا ولا التفاتا الله يقول فاتقوا الله ما استطعتم الانسان اذا كان قادر لكن الوحل يمنعه جريان السيل او كان يسير في ارض يكثر الوابل فيها ولا حيلة له إلا أن يصلي على راحلة أو في وسيلة نقل أخرى كما تطورت الدنيا فيصلي على حسب قدرته في حديث يعلى بن أمية 
الذي رواه الترمذي وقال العمل والعمل عليه عند اهل العلم قال والمسافر قصدي من هذا ان يحرص الواحد في اموره كلها هذه على الاقتداء واريد من الجميع ان يحرص في الدرس الجاتي ان شاء الله تعالى ان يكون تاملوا هذا الشيء واذا اشكل شيء لهم يعدونه في كتابه مكتوبه ويحرصوا على التقرير من الكتابه لا يطيل الواحد كتابه يكتب كتابه مختصره يحرص على ان يجمع الكلام في نصف سطر مثلا وباستطاعته باذن الله ثم ايضا يحرص ان لا يكتب شيء الا اذا طمع انه يستفيد منه الحاضرون كلهم لان هذا المجلس ليس المجلس اللي واحد يتكلم بما يعجبه ويسال عما يرتضيه لا هذا المجلس ينبغي ان يحرص كل واحد على توفير الوقت للجميع الشيء الثاني فيما يتعلق بالصلاه الله وسع علينا الفرائض لا تعد الفرائض الا بالكمال من وقوف وركوع ثم رفع من الركوع الا ان يستقر الانسان معتدلا تماما ثم يسجد ويكون وجهه على الارض وكفاه على على الارض وركبتاه على الارض وطرفي قدمي قدميه على الارض ويحرص اذا كان منفردا او اماما ان يباعد بين عروديه وجنبه اذا رفع من الركوع ما يسجد مسرعا بل ينتظر حتى يتم وقوفه اذا وجد عذر يمنعه من ان يتم هذه الاشياء فلياتي بكل ما يقدر عليه في هذه العباده هذه العباده العظيمه الفريضه لا بد للانسان ان يصليها بقدر مستطاعه من قدر على الركوع والسجود والجلوس وعلى كمال الجلوس الجلوس في التشهد الاول يفرش قدمه ويجلس عليها اليمنى اليسرى وقدمه اليسرى يضع اطرافه على الارض وينصبها نصبا هذا هو الاكمل فاذا وجد ما يمنع من ذلك لمشقه تحصل فلا حرج في ذلك فليحرص على هذه الامور عندي هذه الكتب اللي ما سبق لنا ان اعطيناه منها وهي عقائد الشيعه الاثني عشريه هذا الكتاب سبق وزعنا منه في العام الاول وزع على وقتنا وزعنا على كل من رغب انه ياخذ نسخه منه اذا كنا يبون التوزيع منه اللي عندي جمله منه كل من لم يكن اتاه هذا الكتاب منا في السابق يكتب اسمه ويقدمه للدكتور ويعطيني اياه ان شاء الله تعالى اجيب لكم في, في قد لا ينديكم في هذا الدرس القريب لكن في الثاني الذي سبق ان اخذه لا لا نرضى انه يطلب لان العدد محدود هذا الكتاب يتعلق في عقائد الشيعه ويستفيد منه من يحسن اللغه العربيه والذي لا يحسنها اذا جاءنا كتب مترجمه في اللغه الانجليزيه يمكن في ذلك الوقت نوزع منها 
لكن الكتاب هذا مفيد أول قدم قدم له لهذا الكتاب من الإخوان الشيخ عبد الله بن عبد الرحمن السعد يعتني بالحديث الشيخ عبد الله بن محمد الغنيمان هذا اللي كان في المدينة منورة رئيس الدراسات العليا بالجامعة الإسلامية سابقا الشيخ عبد عبد الرحمن بن صالح المحمود هذا كان في جامعة الإمام وكل هؤلاء المرت عليهم ونعم الرجال الشيخ عبد الله بن عبد الرحمن بن جبريل الله يغفر له ويرحمه الذي توفي كم سنه سبق ان اخذ في كتاب رسالته في الدكتوراه في كتاب الفقه الحنبلي حقق كتاب وطبع في المملكه من زمن وكنت احد مناقشي شهادته في الدكتوراه أنا أنا ممن اشترك في وضع مقدمة لهذا الكتاب صالح بن محمد الحيدري أرجو إن شاء الله أن أما الآن عند هذه الموجودة عندنا في هذا الجدول فقط أظنها ستة خلي الدكتور يوزعه على من يعتقد من هذا ومن وزع عليه يخبره أنه لن يقبل منه إن جاء بإسمه مرة ثانية
the students of the companions, they are known as the Tabi'un. And then those who follow them, they are the students of those individuals and they are called or known as the Atba' Tabi'in. Then the individual who narrates this narration and this narration is inside Bukhari and Muslim. The individual said, I'm not sure that he mentioned two or three generations. So the Shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, that which is important is an individual is very diligent and rigorous in knowing and learning that which the Prophet is upon and his companions. Likewise, the Prophet mentioned that the, the ummahs would be, or the nations would be divided. The nations of the past would be divided, and likewise the informed of that which would take place in his nation. Prophet said that the Jews were divided into 71 sects, and the Christians were divided into 72 sects. And his ummah would be divided into 73 sects, and all of them are in the Hawaii except one. Upon hearing this, the said, Who are they, O Messenger of Allah? He said, Those who are upon I, that which I am upon, are my companions. That which I am upon today, and my companions. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, he went on to, uh, to mention something very important, and that is, he said, uh, a, a few days ago, there was a, a conference. There was a conference, and different scholars attended this conference from Egypt and other lands. And this was in a, a Western country. This conference was held in a, a Western country. And uh, some of the individuals uh, from Egypt, as our university, they attended, and other places they attended. And the Shaykh Habib Allah mentioned, maybe some of you are aware of what took place. Then the Shaykh Habib Allah said that you should know that the scholars of Islam, or the great scholars of the past, are, are four. Then Abu Hanifa, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, Nu'man, and Imam Malik bin Anas, who is the, the, the head of the Maliki Madhab, and Imam Muhammad bin Idris, who is Shafi, Imam al-Shafi, and he goes back to the lineage of the uncles of the Prophet Likewise, Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, these are the four uh, great scholars of, of the past, and these are the four great scholars which uh, their schools of thought are followed in the, the Muslim world. The Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, it's uh, befitting for the, the Muslim to know about these great scholars and what they were upon. And uh, their books are, are, are widespread. Their books are widespread. And um, the means of a person learning about these individuals in their lives, it's, it's available. And it's easy uh, for the Muslim, and it's befitting for the Muslim to know what these individuals were upon, these great four imams. As for these individuals that attended this, this, this conference, which was held in, uh, let's say, Shishan, which is Chechnya, which was held in Chechnya, and then the Shaykh Habib Allah went on, and this was a few, few, few days ago, he went on to mention that uh, he had, in Turkey was involved, and, and Egypt was involved, and there was a, and the Shaykh there were some things about history with regards to um, uh, Chechnya, and the fact that something took place in Chechnya, an individual that was responsible for it, for it by the name of Mustafa Kamal, and this individual when he entered that, that particular land, um, he was in opposition to Islam. And uh, he forbid, uh, forbade that the Adan is called uh, and the like, so much so that the country 
went through a period of about 70 years where the people in that country did not practice the religion of Islam, except for individuals who practiced it in private. They did so in private. And these individuals, they met in Chechnya, and they all agreed that the, the methodology of the people of the Sunnah is the methodology of Al-Ashari. It's the methodology of Al-Ashari. And uh, the Shaykh mentioned Habib al-Ata'ala that this madhab or this, this, this school of thought was actually first founded by Hassan al-Ash'ari Abu al-Hassan al-Ash'ari and later on he repented and he returned from this, this incorrect madhab but his beliefs his beliefs became widespread but when he uh, repented uh, from this madhab, he announced it to the people. He made it public. He announced that he had left this madhab. Uh, and his, in terms of his school of thought, his school of thought was the Shafi'i madhab. Um, so when he repented and he announced to the public, he said, I am upon, in, in terms of belief and in terms of aqidah, I am upon the belief of Imam Ahmad bin Hamad. Especially as it relates to names and attributes. So he informed publicly that he has uh, uh, repented from this incorrect deviant uh, belief and that his i'tiqad, his belief, is the belief of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah ta'ala. The Shaykh said, Hadi ta'ala, from the, the, the characteristics of this, this group is when Allah says in the Quran that your Lord comes. They said, no, Allah doesn't come, it's the order of Allah. So they, 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 uh, they distort the meaning of the, of the, of the attributes of Allah Azza wa Jal. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, when Allah Azza wa Jal informed that He comes, did the Prophet say this means that the order of Allah comes? Did Abu Bakr say that it means that the order of Allah comes? Was this said by Umar? Was this said by any of the Sahaba? None of the Sahaba distorted the, the, the meaning of the attributes of Allah Azza wa Jal. The Shaykh said, Hadith Allah Ta'ala, so Abu Hassan al-Ashari, um, he had some, uh, he was uh, affected by the, the belief of the Mu'atazila. He was affected by the, the belief of the Mu'atazila, Umumin in general, so he returned and he repented from, from those beliefs. But the problem is, this uh, belief came wide, became widespread and it spread in many or most of the Muslim lands. It spread in most of the Muslim lands. So the Shaykh said, Allah Ta'ala, so these individuals some time ago recently, they gathered in Chechnya and they said that the, the belief of Ahmad Sunnah is the, Asha, is, is the Ash'ari belief. And the Shaykh said, Allah Ta'ala, that these individuals who attended this conference, not them nor other than them, neither of them are able to prove that this was the belief of the Sahaba. Neither of them, none of them are able to prove that this was the belief of the Sahaba. The belief of the Sahaba was in opposition to that. When Allah said, your Lord came, we believe in the reality of the statement. And likewise, when Allah says that Allah speaks, we believe in the reality of the speech. So, the Shaykh mentioned Habib al so it's uh, important that a believer uh, is very diligent in learning the belief and the understanding of the Sahaba. The belief and understanding of the Sahaba because verily they are the ones who spread the religion. 
They are the ones who took the religion from the Prophet and spread it to others. And they are the ones who correctly understood the Quran and they understood the Sunnah. They understood the Sunnah of the Prophet Now, so the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, so I thought it was important that I, I mention this um, because it made some questions about this gathering which took place in, in Chechnya and Mekong. Uh, may arise, so I wanted to respond to that which was, or I wanted to mention in brief that which was, uh, that which took place. In the Shaykh mentioned Abiy Allah Ta'ala, with regards to our reading tonight, uh, Shaykh Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab Rahim Allah Ta'ala, in his treaties, then the Shaykh went back and said, you should understand that that which Shaykh Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab brought was not something new. It was not something which was invented from himself, but this was the, 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 the belief of the Salas of the past, the life of Imam Ahmed bin Hanbar rahimahullah ta'ala. And Imam Ahmed bin Hanbar rahimahullah ta'ala, and his position and support and defense of the religion is well known. So much so that during his time, he was, he was beaten. He was beaten by the ruler to the extent that people thought he would die. The extent and the, the, the level of torture that Imam Ahmed endured, people thought that this individual would die. But he did so in defense and support of the religion, and because that he is titled, because of that, he is titled the Imam of Ahl Sunnah of Islam, because of his defense and support of, of the religion. Then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, that which is discussed briefly in tonight's lecture is related to the, the salah of the people who have an exemption or an excuse. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, in, in introducing uh, the chapter, he said that our Lord, Barakul Ta'ala, says in the Qur'an, fear Allah to the best of your ability. Allah mentions in the Qur'an, fear Allah to the best of your ability. Likewise, Allah says in the Qur'an that Allah does not burden the soul with that which it cannot bear. Um, so verily, Allah is merciful with his servants. And likewise, in the Sunnah of our beloved Messenger He said, that which I ordered you, then do it to the best of your ability. And that which I forbade you, then abstain from it. So the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, uh, O you individual who would like to seek knowledge, notice the difference between the two. That which is ordered, and that which we are forbidden. In terms of the orders, we do it to the best of our ability. Allah orders us to do it to the best of our ability. But in terms of that which is forbidden in the religion, then we have to stop. So the Shaykh said, it's not for an individual to say, I, I don't have the ability to stop. No, if a prohibition is mentioned, you have to stop it. But when it comes to that which is ordered to do, then the individual does it to uh, based on their ability. Then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, in this chapter, uh, the author mentions the hadith of Imran bin Hussein, and he's one of the narrators. Uh, the Shaykh mentions Imran bin Hussein, he's one of, also one of the narrators of that hadith that he mentioned previously, the best of the people. He said, Imran bin Hussein is also one of the companions that narrated that hadith. Al-Qurani he said that the Prophet said, pray standing, and if you don't have the ability, then on your side. And this hadith is in Sahih Bukhari. The Shaykh said, Hadith Allah Ta'ala. So this is the hadith, pray standing. If you don't have the ability, then on your side. The Shaykh said, but our Lord, Ta'ala, has mentioned this in the Quran. And we understand that from the sake of Allah, fear Allah to the best of the ability. Fear Allah to the best of your ability. So the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, so it's, it's mandatory that if you have the ability to do something, that you do it. But if an individual doesn't have the ability, then they do that which they have the ability to do. Then he said, for example, even in, there's another version of the Hadith, 
And if you don't have the ability to stand or to, to lay down, if you don't have the ability, ability to sit, then pray while you are lying down on your side. The Sheikh said, for example, if a person was praying while he was lying down on his side, his feet should be facing the Qibla. His feet should be facing the Qibla. And um, uh, he would lower his head when it's time for Rukur and Sujur, he would lower his head. If it's time for Rukur, Afwan, if it's time for Rukur, he lowers his head. And when it's time for Sujur, he lowers his head, his head even further while he is lying on his side. Um, and the Shaykh said Habib Allah and the completion of this hadith is what uh, the statement of the Messenger and that which I have forbade you then abstain from it and that hadith is in Sahih Bukhari that hadith is in Sahih Bukhari then the author mentions Rahimullah that the Salat the obligatory Salat is uh, is correct if the person prays on his riding beast, if the person prays on his riding beast while it's standing still or while it's moving, um, because of some type of uh, some type of uh, mud or quicksand, and this is based on the hadith of Ya'la bin Umayyah. The Shaykh explained Habibullah Ta'ala, Wahal, this word which is used, he said it is a type, usually happens after rain. After rain, when the water mixes with the, the, the dirt, you will have this type of mud or, or, or quicksand. Or when, when there's been uh, like the, the flowing of a river. Um, so the individual doesn't have the ability, the individual is on his riding beast, the horse of the lights, the individual doesn't have the ability to step on the ground. He himself doesn't have the ability to step on the ground because of this, this type of mud which is present. So the individual prays on his riding beast. And this is the obligatory prayer. This is the obligatory prayer. But he should face the qibla. If he has the ability. Shaykh said, Habibullah Ta'ala, if he has the ability, he should face the qibla. But if he doesn't have the ability, let's say the individual is fleeing from an enemy. Someone's chasing him and they want to cause him some harm. So he's fleeing from the individual. Or something is causing him and he has to get somewhere. So he has to rush. So he doesn't have the ability to face the qibla. The Shaykh said, the Salat is accepted. <coughs> the Salat is accepted. Um, then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, the person should make ruku'ah. They should actually make ruku'ah while they're there, if they have, once again, if they have the ability. They have the ability to make the ruku'ah, if they have the ability to make the sujood, but if they do not have the ability, then they only do that which they have the ability to do. Um, and likewise, uh, the Shaykh mentioned the reason why a person has to make the rukur and they have to make the sujood if they have the ability is based on the hadith which we've mentioned, the Shaykh mentioned previously, the man who prayed incorrectly. The man entered into the masjid, he prayed incorrectly. And uh, he came to the Prophet when he completed his prayer, he came to the Prophet and gave salam. The Prophet returned to salam and said, go back and pray for where you haven't prayed. Then this took place two more times. And this individual was very eloquent in his speech. So after this took place a total of three times, he said, I swear by the one who has sent you with truth, I don't know other than this. So please teach me. So the Prophet told him, if you stand in prayer, then make it clear. And then read that which you're able to, that which is easy for you from the Quran. And then make ruku'ah. And tell your back is straight. 
until your back is straight. Then come up from the rukur until your body is straight. And then go into sujood until your face is on the ground. Your hands are on the ground. Your knees are on the ground. And the, 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 your toes are on the ground. As the Prophet said, I was ordered to make sujood on four limbs. Or on seven. I was ordered to uh, make prostration on seven, seven limbs. So this shows that it's an obligation if the person has the obligatory to do all of these actions. As he would if he was normally uh, praying regularly. But if a person doesn't have the ability to do some of them, then he still implements that which he has the ability to do. He shouldn't say, I don't have the ability to do some, so I don't have to do any. No, you have the ability, if you have the ability to do some. But uh, you don't have the ability to do others, you should do that which you have the ability to do. Then the Sheikh said, for example, you might have an individual who is, he's a captain. This individual is tied to a pillar. He's been, been caught in, in a war. He's become a captain. A, a captain. So the individual shouldn't say, shouldn't allow the, the, the prayer to enter and leave and he hasn't prayed. He should pray according to that which he has the ability to do. And verily Allah says in the Quran, the Sheikh reiterated the statement of Allah here, Allah to the best of your ability. Um, so the Sheikh went back to say, so for example, if a person, if it's an obligatory prayer, and the person, because of the, the mud or the quicksand, the person doesn't have the ability to put his foot on the ground, then he prays on his riding beast, but he still fulfills the other things in terms of rukur and sujood to the best of his ability. And the Sheikh said, and this is the same for other means of transportation. Uh, verily, te technology has advanced, so there are other means of transportation that a person would possibly have to alter the way he prays because of that means of transportation. Uh, then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, uh, my intention is to remind uh, those who are attending that they should be very diligent in uh, reading and reflecting upon that which is read. And individuals should take notes. The Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, that individuals should try to take concise, uh, summarized notes. For example, it's possible that an individual would take half a page uh, or he would write a few notes on, on a line um, and he should try his best to write that which is beneficial for, for himself. Try his best to write that which is beneficial for himself. Because verily, the Shaykh said, Habib Allah this gathering is not just for one individual, but this gathering is for, for all to benefit and all to benefit from, from the time. Then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah so that which is being taught is the issue of Salah. And verily we should understand that our Lord Subhanahu wa Ta'ala uh, has uh, made things easy for us. Our Lord has made things easy for us. And um, that which is more complete and that which is mandatory is that the prayer is conducted uh, in the most complete of men, the most complete man, in terms of the ruku', in terms of rising from the ruku', in terms of standing, in terms of the sujood, on the, on the ground, the face, the hands, the knees, uh, the, the, the toes. All of this is that which is upon the individual. Likewise, a person should be diligent in learning the, the correct prayer. The fact that if you pray alone, your, your arms shouldn't be uh, tucked in. And the like, this is that which we, we've done previously. Uh, now, and likewise, the Sheikh said, so the person should uh, remember based on that which we, we discussed tonight that if a person doesn't have the ability to complete all of the, the, the actions of the prayer, then he should come with that which he is able to complete.
Then the Shaykh mentioned Hadith of Allah for example, uh, with regards to the, the jantar, the, the sitting in the, in the, in the prayer. He, he gave an example of Hadith of Allah The most uh, complete form of sitting for the tashahud is that the person puts his right foot, his left foot under, under him, uh, beneath him. And the right foot should be, should be raised. But if a person doesn't have the ability to do so, because of some type of affliction or some type of harm, then he doesn't have to do, do, do that, but he should go to the best of his ability. Then the Shaykh said, Habib Allah there is a book that I, he mentioned about in some place, a book that I previously distributed about the belief of the Shia, uh, and some of the, the brothers who attended last year, the year before, they received this book. He said, um, um, so we're going to distribute it again, but people that took it previously should not should not take it again. And the Shaykh said, if you have not received it previously, then you can write your name, and uh, we will try to get you another copy, not next week or the week, but possibly the, the following lesson after that. And he mentioned that the, the, there are a certain number of individuals who did the introduction to the book, and the Shaykh Habib Allah he's from those individuals who did the introduction to the book and the Shaykh Mishnah Allah Ta'ala but it should be for people that read Arabic it should keep, be for people that read Arabic uh, they can take the book and benefit from the book and for those who haven't um, uh, received the book they can write their name and we will try to distribute to them uh, in the future يقول السائل حبيبكم الله تعالى يسأل يسأل عن كيفية الصلاة على طائرة حيث يجد المصلي مشقة شديدة في إتمام واجبات الصلاة فما توجيهكم حبيبكم إذا خشي أن يخرج الوقت وهو في الطائرة فهو مضطر لأن يصلي إن كان بإمكانه أن يصلي قائما يركع ويسجد على فعل إذا كان لا يستطيع أن يصلي قائما ولا يمكن من ذلك يصلي على حسب الاستطاعة إذا كان بإمكان يتجه إلى القبلة يحرص على الاتجاه إليها لأنه بالفريضة لا بد من اتجاه القبلة إذا كان يعرف ذلك أو يجد السبيل إليه أما إذا لم يتيسر ذلك فيؤدي الصلاة في الطائرة بما يمكنه أن يفعل إن أمكنه أن يصلي واقفا ثم يركع ثم يسجد كما يصلي في الأغفال يفعل وإذا لم يتيسر له ذلك يؤدي الصلاة بقدر ما يستطيع ولا حرج عليه فيما وراء ذلك. So the individual is asking about the description of the prayer if one prays on the plane because indeed the one who tries to pray on the plane he finds great difficulty. So what is your advice? If the individual boards the plane and he fears that um, if he does not pray on the plane, that the, the, 
the time for the prayer would, would pass. So this individual is forced to pray. Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, he should pray to the best of his ability. The individual has the ability to pray standing, he should do so. Um, so everything that he does in the prayer is according to his ability. For example, he should try his best to face the Qibla, to face in the direction of, of the Qibla. Because it's obligatory to do so if the person knows and if they have the ability. If the person has knowledge of the Qibla and if they have the ability, then it's obligatory. Um, if they have the ability. Now, so the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, so it's upon a person to pray to the best of their ability. For example, if he has the ability to stand or make sajda, then he should do so. So the, the prayer on the plane is based on the ability of, of the individual. And that which he doesn't have the ability to do, then there's no harm upon the individual. يقول السائل حديثه الله تعالى ما حكم عدم حضور القلب في الصلاة الله لا يقبل صلاة من شخص قلبه ساهم لاهي وأما كونه ما يستجمع الخشوع وإلى آخره فهذا قد لا يكون بيده يؤدي الصلاة في القيام والقراءة فيها والركوع والرفع منه والسجود والرفع منه والتجهد إذا وصل إليه والقيام منه ثم يكمل الصلاة ويجلس الجلوس الأطول للسلام والنصيحة أن يحرص على أن يستعيذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ويروض يكلف نفسه عن يكون حاضر القلب عند أعداء هذه العبادة والله يقول ومن يتق الله يجعل له مخرجة إذا صدق في التحري وفق بإذن الله Allah doesn't accept and the individual is not completely rewarded for the salat if an individual's heart is not present in it. Then the Shaykh said, it's possible that this is not done purposely by the individual. So what is upon the individual is to complete the prayer. The person should stand in the prayer, he should recite, should complete the rukur, stand from the rise from the rukur, complete the sujood, rising from the sujood, sitting for the tashahid when he reaches that point. Um, the person should complete the prayer and then sitting for the last uh, tashahid in the, in the tasneem. He said, but my advice is that an individual uh, seeks refuge in Allah from the shaitan. Individuals should seek refuge in Allah from the shaitan. And individuals should try to uh, be conscious, mindful, 
uh, of the prayer and when he's performing his act of worship. For Allah says in the Quran, whoever fears Allah, Allah makes a way out for him. So if the individual is uh, sincere in seeking uh, you know, rectification of this affair, he will be successful. Those who are, have questions in English, they should give it to the brothers who are sitting here. The Kulisar Hadith Mawat Allah, Al Tansah, or Aikita Tansah, the Kiraatihi, the Marifit, Wajibat, or Sunan, Mahdurat Salah. المذاهب الأربعة هي المناسبة نصيحتي في الفقه كتاب زياد المستقنع هو مختصر ومن أشكر عليه شيء من عباراته يرجع فيها إلى شرحه المسلمة بالروض المرضى وهو كتاب فقه منقح ومهم that are written, authored on the different schools of thought. Authored on the informing of the different schools of thought. And he said, from them is Dar uh, al-Mustaqna. To summarize the book of Fiqh called Dar al-Mustaqna. And if an individual uh, comes across uh, statements or issues that he's un unaware about, or which are unclear to him, he can refer back to the explanation which is called the Abhul al-Murubah. It's an explanation of that in Mustafna and it's an important book of Fiqh. وكتابنا هذا أدب المشي إلى الصلاة تولى شرحه أحد زملائنا بالضبع شرحه هذا في رسالة جيدة واعتنى في ما يستدل به في شرح هذا الكتاب هو ليس بالكبير ويمكن لو طلب هو طبع يبدو انه في وزع في المدينه لو رجع المكتب الباس التي بثتهم لعله تعيد طباعته وينتفع بها اخرون وهو كتاب الحقيقه الشيخ عبد المحسن بن محمد العباد البدر أحد أساسية الجامعة الإسلامية في المدينة وهو بالنسبة لي زميل لي بالدراسة في المعهد العلمي وفي كلية الشريعة ونعم الرجل ما أحصل عليك الإنديفيجوز أحصل عليك 
Done. Then the Shaykh Habibullah added to that. And he said, and this book that we're doing now as well is also a good book in terms of learning about the prayer. And the Shaykh Habibullah this book was explained by uh, one of our companions in a, a summarized treaty, treaty, summarized treaty. And he uh, mentioned, he explained the book and he mentioned the, the, the different proofs uh, for each uh, individual pair. And he said it's not a, a, a large book, it's a small, it's a small work. And this book was distributed in Medina. And he said the book was authored by Sheikh the Muslim bin Hamid al-Abbad al-Abbad And he's one of the teachers in the University of Medina. He said he was my colleague, he was my classmate and in Mahad al-Ilmi as well as in, in college. He was the Sheikh's colleague. بكل سال حبيبكم الله تعالى هل يجوز للشخص أن يصلي صلاة الوتر ركعة واحدة؟ يجوز أقل صلاة الليل بعد الفريضة أقله ركعة وإذا وفق الله الواحد صلى ركعات مثلا صلي ركعتين وركعتين وركعتين مثلا والسابعة تكون ركعة الوتر ينبغي للواحد أن يحرص على صلاة شيء من التهجد في الليل ويعود نفسه على ذلك فإن الإنسان إذا عود نفسه عملا من الأعمال وهو صادق يبتغي بذلك وجه الله وفق but it's, it's befitting that an individual tries to pray the night prayer, tries to complete uh, the night prayer. And he should condition himself uh, to do so. And an individual conditions himself uh, to do a righteous deed or, or a, an act of worship. And this individual is sincere, he will be given success. <coughs> اختصرنا الوقت لظروف خاصة عندنا وأسأل الله جل وعلا أن يوفقنا جميعا لما يحبه سبحانه وتعالى ويرضاه وأن يصلح قلوبنا فإن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن في الجسد مضغة يعني قطعة لحمة صغيرة إذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله ألا وهي القلب هذا القلب ينبغي للواحد أن يحرص على إصلاحه بماذا؟ بالإكثار من ذكر الله بالحرص على أداء فرائض الله ثم الحرص على أداء نوافل عبادات أخرى
بل يحرص ان يتصور ان الله لا يضيع شيئا من عمله يحرص ان يكون عمله خالصا لوجه الله وبحول الله يوفق اسال الله ان يوفقنا جميعا لما يحب ويرضى ويصرف عنا جميعا كل شر وبلوى وان يحفظ علينا علينا الامن على ديننا ودنيانا وان لا يعرضنا للفتن وان يرفع الفتن عن بلاد المسلمين في كل مكان وان يعاجل سوريا بالخروج من هذه المحنه وان يرينا في من استمر في اشعالها واستمر اولياؤه ايضا في امداده وانقاده من الروس ورافضه ايران ومن يشايعهم في العراق ولبنان ان يرينا في كل اولئك عجائب قدرته وهو جل وعلا القادر ثم نحن في كل يوم الا ما شاء الله ما نسمع ما لا يسر عن هذا البلد لا شك ان الناس ما يصيبهم شيء الا بسبب تضييعهم لامر الله فنسال الله ان يوفقهم هم للتوبه من ذنوبهم والحرص على التمسك بسنه نبيهم صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم نسال الله جل وعلا ان يمدهم بالانتصار على اعداء الاسلام وابتلوا اهل الشام بهذا المذهب النجس المسمى بالنصيريه وسبقا ذكرت لمن يحضر معنا كثيرا ان هذا المذهب يرى ان عليا هو الله علي بن ابي طالب ويرى ان عليا هو الذي خلق محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا في مذهبهم ترى في كتابهم الذي يعتمدونه ويزعمون ان محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم هو الذي خلق سلمان الفارسي الذي يسمى عندهم بالباب يعني تدين بهذه الصفه اسوا من تدين سائر الانجاس من الحيوانات فنسال الله ان يرينا فيهم بمنه وكرمه عجيبه يا قدرته وان يرينا ايضا في من يمدهم القواثة الإيرانية أن يرينا فيه عجائب قدرته وأن ينزل به ما أنزل بإسماعيل الصفوي الذي كان يحكم إيران في أول في أواخر القرن التاسع وكان المذهب الشافعي هو السائد في عامة إيران إلا ما ندر فقتل منهم ذلك الرجل الذي كان شافعيا شافعيا في الانتساب ثم تحول اثني عشريا ثم سفك قرابه او ازيد من مليون نفر في ذلك التاريخ ليس بحرب يريدهم ان يعتنق المذهب الرافضي ويلعنوا ابا بكر وعمر وعثمان ويكفرون الصحابه الا ما يستثنونه
ولا شك أن الله جل وعلا ما ظلمنا ولو أن لو أننا تمسخنا بديننا حقيقة في عالمنا الإسلامي أجمع ما قدر أحد أن يجتاز علينا ولا أن يقف في سيل الرحمة الذي يحمله المسلمون لكن المسلمون تغيروا كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم افترقوا هذه الفرق والفرقة الصحيحة التقية النقية من كان على مثل ما عليه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأصحابه رضي الله عنهم وأرضاهم أجمعين فنسأل الله أن يعاجلنا بالفرج كما نسأله جل وعلا بالنسبة لليمن أن يقضي على المذهب الرافض الذي بقي عشرات السنين ومئات السنين منكمشا في داخل أفراده حتى تنفست إيران بالثورة الخمينية وصارت تمد الأنجاز في كل مكان فحدثت على أن توقظ هذه الطائفة المغمورة المنغمرة لتقوم بثورة على اليمن وتقلب نظامه لتكون يكون اليمن دولة رافضية وإن شاء الله يأبى الله ثم يأبى المؤمنون إن شاء الله إلا أن يذل الباطل ويقهر وينتصر الحق بحول الله جل وعلا وينتصر إن شاء الله والله المستعان to uh, uh, allow us to act upon that which he is pleased with and he loves and trusts Allah to allow us to rectify our hearts. Obviously, <coughs> severity in the body is a piece of flesh. If that piece of flesh is rectified, the rest of the body will be rectified. And that piece of flesh is the heart. So the Sheikh said he asks Allah or it's upon the believers to rectify their hearts. And how is that rectification? Uh, conducted by increasing in one's remembrance of Allah. And likewise, by fulfilling the obligations that Allah has uh, obliged upon the servants. And thereafter, fulfilling the subtractory acts of worship. And the individual should understand that Allah has a job would not waste your deeds as long as an individual does his deeds in faith for the face of Allah. And so he asks Allah to. Uh, uh, allow us to act upon that which he loves, that which he loves and is pleased with. We ask Allah to protect us from all uh, harm and evil. We ask Allah to protect our safety and security in our religion and our worldly affairs. And that Allah does not allow us to be afflicted by calamity and tragedy. We ask Allah to remove uh, any types of calamities which have afflicted uh, the Muslims in different parts of the world. And from those places to Syria, we ask Allah to allow them to uh, allow this, them to be removed from this tragedy and affliction which has befallen them. Um, and may Allah, and may Allah sh- show us His might against those who continually, those who continuously uh, bring fitness in this land, and those who support them from Russia and Iran and Iraq and Lebanon. We ask Allah to show us His 
tremendous might against these these individuals. Verily, Allah is able to do all things. And the Shaykh said, every day we hear things which do not make us happy that take place in this country. And indeed, uh, that which befalls an individual is due to his own sins. So we ask Allah to give them success to repent and to return to the Sunnah of the Prophet We ask Allah to allow them to be victorious over their enemies. And the Shaykh said, that I've mentioned to you, those who have been with me in previous lessons, that Syria, uh, they have been afflicted with this uh, despicable, disgusting belief in national Syria. And from their beliefs is that Ali is Allah. And from their beliefs is that Ali created Muhammad. From their beliefs that Muhammad created Salman and Farisi who they call the door. And the Shaykh said, Abi Barakara, them having, them having, uh, possessing this type of belief is worse than, than animals. It's worse than the belief. It's worse than, than animals. So we ask Allah his God to show his might, show us his might in uh, bringing an end to these individuals. And we ask Allah as we go to, uh, to punish those who support them from amongst uh, the, those who are present in Iran. And the Shaykh mentioned Abi Barakara, that uh, Iran, uh, the history of Iran, or from the history of Iran is that an individual previously, they uh, used to be upon the, the, the belief of Ahl Sunnah, and they were Shafi'i Madhah. Then an individual, individual by the name of Ismail, suddenly he entered Iran, and um, uh, for nine years, this individual uh, forced people to take the belief of, of the Shia. He forced them to take the belief of, of the Rafira. And um, within that, that time that he was there, he killed millions of people. And this wasn't done because of war, this was oppression. They either uh, believed, they either followed the belief of Rafida or they were killed. So millions of people uh, died during that time. And they, they cursed Abu Bakr, and they cursed Umar, and they cursed Uthman. This is from their belief. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, indeed Allah is not oppressed. Shaykh Habib Allah Ta'ala said, indeed, Allah has not oppressed us. So the reality is, if we were to truly stick to the religion, if we were to truly hold fast to Islam, uh, then no enemy would be able to conquer us. Then no enemy would be able to conquer us. But because the Muslims have changed, because they have changed, as the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, that the, the Ummah would be divided. So because the, the, the Muslims have changed, this affliction has befallen us. So we ask Allah Muzal, to give us ease uh, from this affair. Likewise, the affair of the people of Yemen. Um, the Yemen, likewise, they had a group which was, was hidden and, 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 and wasn't heard of, wasn't known. And then Iran, they supported this, these individuals. And then they, they, they came up and they tried to overthrow uh, the, the government in Yemen. The Shaykh says, but Allah Azzawajal refuses that, take, that, this, that this takes place. And the believers would refuse, except that the, the, the truth will prevail. So we ask Allah Azzawajal to give uh, help and support to the truth and, and to allow it to be victorious. Yeah.